You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. I am pumped. I got something really cool, something I decided to do at the indirect request from people who I've been talking to have listened to the podcast. People who have been interested in coaching tell me they find me from the podcast. And and I even hear from people who DM me that they just love to hear live coaching calls. So what I've done is I've created a little series here. So like I said, for the next couple of weeks, or maybe I didn't say that, but for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be doing this where I'm going to be showing you actual recordings of coaching calls that I've been doing with current clients. Now, just for the record, this is 100% true. These are real clients. These are not actors, obviously. That'd be insane if someone were to do something like that. So these are real clients, and they have agreed to do this. So this is not hidden audio footage. This is from clients of mine who told me that they'd be honored to come on, that they're excited to come on, that they are happy to share their story. So everything that you hear is from guys who have given me permission to put them on the podcast. Because of course, I keep every single one of my clients 100% confidential unless I ask them for permission to do anything and something like this. So if you ever want to do coaching, don't worry, nothing is being recorded. I don't record the calls. I only record the calls if it's a special situation like this, which I never really do. And and these guys have agreed to come on and I think you're really going to like it. We got some really good material here that's going to help you learn. So you're going to learn from these actual coaching calls because there are going to be questions that maybe you've had or maybe you're going to find yourself in a situation that's very similar to one of these clients. I do repeat myself a few times across the different coaching calls that you'll be hearing because there are similar concepts, but everyone here is coming from a different situation, a different background, and they've just been amazing. Of course, I'm going to be saying this again as intros to the later ones, because I know not everyone is listening to every single podcast. But for those of you who do listen to a lot, this is the big introduction because this is the first one that I'm putting out. So I'll put out maybe somewhere between four and six. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy them. I think you're going to like it. I had a good time recording them and a good time you know, being able to help guys and know that this is going to be shared with the world. So if you're interested in coaching, you want to be one of these clients, you want to work with me, of course, here you go. You're getting a sample of how it works. You know what to do. Go to coachedbytrip.com where you can apply and you and I have a chance to work together as long as I read your application and everything sounds good, which means I can help you, then I will help you. Go to coachedbytrip.com if you want to do coaching with me. All right. Without further ado, let's get into it. Here is my first coaching call. It's with Peter. We're talking about approaching at a grocery store and a few more. Here we go. Cool. Let's get started. So, all right. So just tell me the situation. Why don't we start off there? Because I always like to talk about what's going on currently with you. So so tell me the story. Uh, about this specific one or yeah. it just in general? No, no. The one that you were just about to tell me. Okay. So uh, I'm at the grocery store this weekend doing approaches, right? Things have gone pretty well this week uh, and we're using the same formula, which is great. So I'm at the grocery store and there's this woman, a very attractive woman, and she's at the kind of like the meat bunker, like in front of the steaks. So I go up and I start talking to her and I start the, you know, hey, how are you and you from here? 
and I she doesn't even get the next question. I shouldn't even get the answer to uh, "Are you from here?" out of her mouth. And there's another woman that walks up, and it's her roommate, I think, or somebody close to her, because they're this. So this woman is now here in this conversation, uh, and they both have carts. So obviously they're shopping for themselves. I've got my cart. But I'm talking to call out woman A and trying to have this conversation. This other woman just shows up. So I'm now panicking like, well, shit, what am I supposed to do now? So I start talking. I keep talking to her. And then I try and include this other person. Like, hey, where are you from? Are you from here? You know, and how do you know each other? And, and they're friends. They didn't say anything more than they were friends. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I kind of pause because I'm like, shit, where do I go from here? Where do I go from here? And I think to myself, okay, well, I got to I gotta pick one and stay with it, right? Because I talked to this one girl and they're both equally attractive. So it's not like I'm choosing one over the other, but this one girl who I approached first, stick with it, right? So I start talking more to her going down the road. And now I've got this captive audience on my right and I'm freaking out a little bit. Yeah, this like, is, you realize this is like everyone's worst fear right now, is that? Yes. Okay, so you're, well, in, so, so yeah. you're living it, okay. Yeah, and... My hands are starting to sweat. I'm literally starting to sweat. I feel like they can tell. I don't know if they can tell or not. And so I'm trying to keep the conversation going uh, with the first woman. And it's clear she's either embarrassed that I'm approaching her or that she's really not interested. And she is having kind of this visual conversation with her friend. And then she says the, just the most dumbest thing to me it's not her being dumb it's me being dumb and she says well i'm seeing someone but my friend isn't wow okay okay and i'm like oh my god and now i'm like and then this girl is now and then this other girl her friend is now totally embarrassed so i'm like i don't even know what to do and i kind of try and ask her a couple questions and then she just starts walking away and then the girl i was talking to like, sorry, and just walks away as well. So it was just the most horrifically awkward situation that I could be in. Not only is this girl, you know, we started the conversation off and clearly, you know, we got farther into it. She realized what was going on. She wasn't interested. And then her friend who had walked up was single, um, who entered this conversation late, is now kind of being pawned off on, right? Okay. It was just the worst experience. I'd love to know what you think of the situation. And I'm sure it happens in bars, right? Hey, you're talking to somebody who's getting a drink and her friend went to the bathroom. She comes back. Now what do you do? Got so I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Okay, well, first let's start with this. Let's talk about the fact that you, you did this approach. You accomplished it. You remained in the conversation and you didn't bow out. I mean, maybe you did a little bit, but you could have bowed out a lot faster. So... How do you feel that you did it? So forget that it was a tough situation. Your hands were sweating. It was very uncomfortable. How do you feel that you did it? And we'll compare that to if you didn't do it. You know, having been, and now it's been the better part of a day and a half since it happened. I actually feel kind of like, yeah, I did it. Like I feel kind of proud of myself that I walked in and I did it. And I stuck with it and I didn't eject. Because uh, I could have easily been like, okay, see you later. Like this has been fun and move on. Um, I felt really proud of myself for sticking in there with it, even though it was terribly uncomfortable, even though it was like a, you know, the kind of the dream where you, you're naked in front of the 
the whole student body like type of scenario. It was, it felt, I feel like today, I was thinking about this, it just feels better. It feels like uh, I did something, I stuck with it. Uh, I held myself accountable to seeing it through to the end because who knows what could have happened at the end, right? This this other girl could have been like totally like, wow, you're really cute. Or she could have even circled around again in the grocery store, be like, hey, uh, you know, I had a second to think about it. You know, I want to talk to you for a second. She, there could have been lots of scenarios. Or, or I'll and, give you another. I'll give you another scenario. You're putting the control into the women, or the way I would think about this is, I mean, it's over now, but it could have gone a whole different way because you could have maneuvered it in a different way. Do you know what I'm saying? So you could have been the one to, of course, you're still new, so you're still learning this, but you could have been the one to dictate the conversation and move it towards a place that you wanted it to go. So remember, you're more in control than you think. Okay, so that's that's something to think about. So also, going back to what you just said here, you're saying that, you did it, you're happy you did it. So what you did is, this is a prime example of what it means to build your self-esteem. You built your self-esteem because you followed through with it. You would feel way shittier if you saw the situation and you didn't do it. Yeah, it felt uncomfortable, it was tough, it took you a day to get over it a little bit, but the fact that you did it feels better than if you were to have bowed out and not do it. You just gotta remember that. I need you to remember that for the future, okay? And also, and here's the bigger thing, which I'm always trying to tell guys, is that now you did it. Okay, it didn't go perfect. Well, of course, these situations don't always go perfect, especially when you're first starting. So now this is where the gold comes in. Now you have the opportunity to look back at it, reference it, and go, okay, what can I have done better? Where could I have done something a little bit different? And now we have the chance to go over it. And even if I wasn't here, you can still just kind of be like, okay, you could figure out a little bit like what you could have done a little bit better or, you know, cause here's the thing. It, 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 there's, it seems like there's an infinite amount of possibilities and combinations of like, oh, well, what if I go over and then this person's looking at me and then their friends there and then she's saying this and what if this and what if that? It seems like that in the beginning, but you're going to find that the more and more that you do this, there's only really a handful of situations that occur. And because of that, that allows you to get better and better. Do, do you understand what I'm saying there? Yeah, it's like having a rebuttal book, right? You're only going to get up to, you know, and most predominantly in the call it 90%, you're going to get five answers and rebuttals. You can have rebuttals or five, yeah, or five, uh, five uh, when I say challenges, and you can have rebuttals to those five challenges, which covers 90% of the times you're going to get challenged on a specific topic or, or objective. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it seems kind of chaotic and, and like there's an infinite amount of possibilities which can overwhelm you. But really, as you go through more and more of these situations, you're going to find, oh, okay, here I am again in the same situation. And it's just really a few different things that you're going to do. So going back into this specific situation and what you did. So so let's break it down a little bit and go more specific with it. So you went over, you started talking to a woman. Jessica. Yeah, her name was Jessica. Okay. And then how far into the conversation did woman B come over? Well, maybe 30, 40 seconds. Okay, 30, 40 seconds. On. Okay. So what I like to do when a friend comes over, and this could be at a grocery store, a bar, it doesn't matter where. 
The second the friend comes over, you pay attention to the person coming over and you introduce yourself. And you be totally honest with what's going on. Of course, you're not going to, well, you could do this if you wanted to and just be funny and be like, oh, hey, what's going on? I'm Peter. I just met your friend Jessica. I'm actually currently hitting on Jessica at the grocery store. And, uh, and we just started talking, right? That's being brutally honest. And hey, you could do that. It could be funny. But sure. you, know, you can also take it back a notch and be like, like, oh, hey, what's going on? So she comes over, you acknowledge her before the friend does. And then you'll say something like, oh, are you guys friends? Oh, how do you guys know each other? And then she might be confused, like, who the hell is this guy? And then you can say, yeah, I just saw Jessica over here, your friend, and she looked nice, and I just wanted to come over and say hi to her. So you almost like are explaining the situation of like why you're over there. And then, boom, you go right back into the conversation. You can say, oh, how do you guys know each other? And you can be like, yeah, I know this is so random. And then you go into the conversation as follows, depending on what they say. Now, that didn't go that way. So what happened? So she says, well, her, she says, and I want to break this down for a second. So the first woman, Jessica, she goes, um, I'm actually taken, right? So yeah. understand that is amazing that that happened. You, if, if guys are going up and if you're going up to women and they sense that you're hitting on them, that is a good thing. If they didn't know, and it's not always going to go this way, but if you do it the way that I teach you, it's gonna go this way where they're gonna know. You want them to know. Because if you don't, that means you're probably approaching wrong and that's more awkward. It's more awkward because it's like, why is this guy here? You want them to know why you're there. You're there because yes, you are hitting on them. Yes, you're interested. If it's any more confusing like that, then it's, then it's really gonna be awkward. It's not gonna go anywhere. I forget even awkward, that's not the problem. The problem is, is if they don't know why you're over there. That's why I have you go and approach the way that you do. They should know that because then it gives them the option and opportunity to then either follow through the conversation and they know why you're there. So if you get their number, it makes sense because we don't want some random friend zone situation. So just understand that the fact that that happened, that's a positive thing. That means you're doing it right. You're on the right track. Awesome. Cool? Okay. Cool. Any more thoughts on that? We'll, well, I'll keep going with what you could have done. Nope, keep going. This is great. Okay, so uh, she comes over. So she goes, "All right, uh, you, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm taken, but my friend is not." So at that point, you have a choice. Okay, right? It's like you could be like, "Oh, well, actually, um, that's a shame because I was more interested in you. You're, you're very, uh, you know, you're very attractive too, but I was more into your friend." Well, anyways, I'll let you guys go on with your day. Have a nice day. And then you leave, right? So that's just assuming that maybe that woman wasn't someone that you're interested in. But you can also pivot and be like, oh, you're taken. Oh, you're not taken. Oh, really? Okay, sorry, I didn't catch your name. What's your name? And then you just, you don't even need to call attention to it. You just need to continue the conversation. And the thing is, is a lot of guys might be scared to do that because you're just scared of like, oh, when is she gonna reject me? When is she gonna reject me? Whenever, you know, you know, we can use the word rejection. I try not to use it as much, but whenever the conversation just ends and it doesn't work out, it, it, then it ends. But really, you're just going to move from one conversation to the next and then start talking to her. And then you can say, oh, how do you guys know each other? Okay, are you from here too? Oh, cool, you are, nice. Well, what do you do for work? Okay, what, what do you like to do when you're not having fun? You just move the conversation over to her and then you just see what happens. So again, I, I'm coming from the frame of you're in control and you're going to move forward with what you're going to do with who you're interested in. Nothing changes much. 
And then if they're into it, great. And you're talking and it's fun. It's funny. It's an interesting situation. And maybe your hands are sweaty and whatever. Or, it, you know, it doesn't work out. And she's like, oh, well, actually, I'm not interested in da, 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 and whatever. Okay. Well, it was great to meet you, ladies. Have a great day. Bye-bye. That's it. Okay. I'm simplifying it, but does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. I think at the time, I was... I was... You were nervous. I don't know if I was... I was nervous. I don't want to say I was calculating my probabilities, but it felt like, you know, how how is how is this other girl going to feel when her... It's clear that her friend kind of... Who like cares? Passed the buck. Who, who cares? Who cares? Okay. You don't care. Don't care how, how they... How they feel. I mean, I want to say this in a... In a, in a proper way here but i think you got what i'm saying it's like okay so she feels awkward we don't need to sit here and be so considerate of like all these people's feelings you're not doing anything inappropriate you're not being creepy you're not being weird uh you're not uh you know stepping over your bounds in any way you're just talking and having a conversation and if that woman feels uncomfortable that's not really your problem if she feels uncomfortable she'll she'll leave or she'll you know what i'm saying i mean obviously you know, if they reject you, you don't stay in, you'll leave. But if you overcalculate, I need to make this person feel so comfortable. You're never, it's never going to move anywhere because every person's going to feel different ways and, and you, 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 you don't have ESP. So you're not going to know how they're actually feeling. So all we do, is we go over, we have conversations with women we find attractive and that's all we do. And if they don't, if they feel uncomfortable, then they walk away and if they're not responding to you, clearly they're not interested. Like look at the big signs, but sometimes you'll go over to a girl and you might read that she is very uncomfortable or you know, you might read body language, but she's still there. She's still responding to you. It just means that she's nervous, but she wants to be talking to you still. Not every woman is going to respond like all happy just because, you know, she, let's say for the example that, you know, she's like, really happy that you went over and you started talking to her. That's not the situation every time if a woman's interested. Sometimes she might still act a little shy. So let's just forget, you know, trying to be so perfect about every way that she's feeling. And you just go up, you have the conversation, you give enough space. That's it. Sure. That makes sense. Awesome. Questions on that? Is that clear? Anything? Yeah, you know, it's that's funny, Trip. You and I have been talking for weeks, uh, a few weeks, and I can't even imagine what, what I would have done or said had this situation come up before kind of our conversations, right? I, I mean, I got through it. I stuck with it, but, like, I wouldn't have before. I would just walked away from it. I would have been like, oh, my goodness, this is too much. I just would have, like, literally probably would have ran uh, away from the situation. Uh, just because of kind of how it developed. It's funny. It's funny how fast. Whenever you're trying to build a skill, it's funny how fast we humans forget how far we've made it. We're so focused on the next thing. It's like some guys are just, they can't even do that, right? Like you just said that. Like it would be an accomplishment and a feat to even... stay in a conversation with a friend coming over and even have approached that. Where was it? It was a grocery store. Yeah, the grocery store. That's hard enough. But you did it. And it's funny how some people are like, yeah, well, now this is so hard. And you almost feel like you're, 
you know, you're failing again and you're failing again, but really, no, you you have come already so far to even get to this point. And then you'll run into another hurdle or another block. And all you do is just keep on jumping the hurdles, jumping the hurdles, jumping the hurdles. So always remember how far you've came. So that motivates you to keep going. Okay. Yep. Cool. Any other thoughts on that? Okay, let's, uh, any other situations that you're in? You want to talk about uh, the one girl you were kind of seeing and now it's done. Oh, yeah. So I was seeing, I was seeing a girl, actually, it's embarrassing to admit, I've seen, you know, I've seen her twice or I've been uh, dating her twice. And, uh, you know, so here's the funny part. So the first time, I wasn't working with you. The second time I am working with you. Uh, she has some, I, I, she's, she's a great person. Uh, I think she's got a huge, huge future in front of her. So all that stuff. So she's great. So don't think that I'm, uh, I'm mad about the way it ended. I'm mad about whatever happened um, or that she's not a good person. That's just definitely not the case at all. What happened though was uh, I, I approached the dating a little differently. I used and implemented the things that we talked about uh, between you and I. Um, I've used a little bit more of the content that you have had uh, on the podcast, in on your YouTube channel, uh, in the Hooked program. And it's just like, and she, we get to the end and she wanted to, and it was her that uh, said, hey, I, I think we should stop dating. Um, because she's got some things that she wants to work on personally that didn't align with uh, dating me, which is totally cool. We say at the end, though, she's like, hey, I want to tell you that I see this really big change between when we dated before and we dated now. We dated before, I liked you, uh, but there was just something different about you. I didn't, you know, I, I I was happy to be with you, but I broke it off because I didn't really like you. And, um, you know, or aspects of you. Uh, but I did so like you. We bumped into each other again, you know, several weeks ago. We started dating again and then or going on dates. Uh, and then she says, hey, I'm still working on myself or whatever. Here's what she shared with me that I thought was really interesting was um, she says to me last week, there was, a ma- there was a major difference between how you were when we dated before and how you are now. And that difference comes down to the attitude that you have uh, and the way that you've approached uh, your relationship with me, being uh, you're you know you're less needy, you seem like you care about me but don't necessarily worry about me. You are in a place where I know that you're going to be ruling the world uh, just as quickly as you can after the end of this. Like there were just some things that she had said that had to do a lot more with personal development that I thought were really interesting, even though like at the end of the day, I think she still really likes me. Um, I get that feeling from her, but she's got some, you know, personal issues that she has to work out and they have nothing to do with relationships. So so why did it, why did it end this time around? Um, I think she, I, I I think she's still working on some things. I think she's uh, still in love with somebody else. Uh, she's got a career and and she owns her own business and her own business has been good, uh, but she's really trying to take it to the next level. So she actually, it's funny. Uh, I was thinking about this as, as I was thinking about this call with you was, 
I think, you know, all the things that we talk about with lifestyle, I think she's trying to do that. I don't think she has the capacity to do that and date somebody at the same time versus when you and I talk about it, we're trying to do those in the background while meeting people and while dating. I just not, not sure she has the capacity to be able to do that at the same time. My theory, I think, is, so she was, uh, I mean, she was a friend of benefits. I mean, yeah. she, so she was a hookup buddy. You guys were hooking up, having sex, and that's all it was. So I think that she, like most women, are you know are looking for relationships and something more serious. So I think that she was happy to do that with you, the hookup portion. And it sounds like, you know, it, there's an expiration date on every single friends with benefits. Always. It could be at this time with, you know, how it went with you, or maybe like it could have lasted a few more months, but obviously she was attracted to you, wanted to have sex with you, so you guys did that. My theory is she's now, yeah, ready for something else and wants something more serious. She knows she's not getting that from you because that's just how you treated it. So I don't know, she probably just wants to move on and, and you know, go with something else because of, there's always an expiration date. What, what I've seen is women will either become attached and try to get you into a relationship if you're starting with the friends with benefits or they'll do this where, okay, it just kind of fizzles out and they say like, okay, I'm just done with this and they move on to something else because they want something more serious. Um, or maybe it happens on the guy's end where you, know, you end it or you want something more serious with her. So I don't know, are you, are you upset about it or do you care? No, I don't. I mean, uh, I think I'm. I mean, honestly. Yeah, I think that uh, honestly, I'm. Uh, I'm upset that the. Uh, that that phase or uh, that relationship's over. Uh, we had a great time together, so I don't want to necessarily give up on that. Um, but I'm not like I'm not heartbroken about it. I'm not. You know, I'm not thinking about it a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm upset, but, you know, I'll move on and find something else. I mean, clearly I've got uh, a lot more approaching to do and I've got a lot more uh, opportunity ahead of me. So that's, that's you know, where I'm directing my attention and focus. Okay. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So that one's done, you know. That one's done. Yeah. Also, what I what I liked about this is that you weren't getting too invested in it. I think that, Many guys, when they get that much attention and sexual attention from a woman, can really, really take their mind away from possibilities with other women, especially when they want that, you know? And I think that you want that, like meaning you want to be dating other women. You want to see where this skill can take you. You want to see, you know, other areas of where you could go with this. And the fact that you did not let it take you over emotionally means like you just said, you'll get over it faster and you'll move on to whatever comes next. So it sounds good to me. Yep. Absolutely. Cool. cool. Um, all right. So what's going on with the online stuff? Uh, online stuff, I'm still in static mode. I haven't started anything up because we're waiting for the headshots to come back. Okay, cool. Did you send those to me yet? No, I'm waiting for them to come back. I, all right. I took those pictures on Saturday. Okay. Uh, she's touching them up right now. Okay, cool. Awesome. So I don't know how many pictures you're going to get, but um, when you get them, you know, some photographers like, will like give you a hundred photos 
So don't send me a hundred photos because there's gonna be a lot of repeats, but send me, you know, break it down to like 10 to 20 of your favorites. And then I can help you figure out from there what's gonna be the best uh, based on the, you know, headshot, body shot, and passion shot, which we might not use the passion shot from these, but at least the headshot and the body shot, which you'll need two of each for hinge, um, but one of each for the rest of them. So that's, mm -hmm. yeah, so we'll do that. Okay, cool. Um, all right, and what else with the approaches? So how many did you do? Uh, I did 11. Oh, nice. And I'm not, and I'm not counting the, those two women as two. <laughs> Why not? That's an, what do you mean? That's an approach. Oh, you didn't oh, count as two. Both. Okay. Yeah, I count as one. That's, no, that's fine. That's one. That's one. Okay. Um, okay, cool. So how did they all go? Let's break them down. Anything, uh, anything stick okay. out? Um, so I live in the Midwest. Weather's getting nicer. I think it changed the dynamic. So I think that... I know you were saying that. It, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny how much better... I and mean, that's funny. It's obvious how much better of a mood we get when we're like... When the summer starts to roll around, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah, you live in Chicago. You know, when the weather gets thrown around, uh, Michigan Avenue just gets flooded with people. Right. Well, it's uh, funny. I'm working with another client in Chicago, and he's like, dude, there are no, you know, there, I'm really having a hard time finding pretty women around here. I'm like, no, you're not. You're just in the depths of cold hell. Yeah. Right? It's like, once summer comes around, they all start to come out and you'll find way more women that you'll be interested in. So, so yeah. yeah I, are you kidding? If I, if I still lived in Chicago uh, as, a, as a single individual, I'd approach 100 women a day in Wrigleyville. Oh, yeah. It's crazy out oh, yeah. there. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, there's, that's why I say, even if any city that's heavily populated, it's, and I know you're in a little bit, how many, what's the population of where you're at? A million. Okay, I mean, that's pretty good. Um, but it's the smaller towns, like even the ones that have like a, a few hundred thousand, that's where it gets really tough. But yeah. but no, yeah, you should be good. Okay, so how did they go? Uh, it went pretty good. Uh, I would say that the conversations have been better because people are out and they're more willing to be social, I guess, or... I don't know. I guess the nicer weather and the sunshine brings out the conversation a little bit more. I feel like the the other part of it too is I kind of almost feel like though because they know that there's more people out on their side too, they realize that there are more options. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So they like to have these good conversations, and I got three numbers this week just just for awareness. That's how it worked out. I felt like the conversation was really good. And then a few of them did this thing where they pause and they're like, well, they're almost, it's like, almost like they're like, hey, I'm waiting for somebody else to ask me the problem. I mean, yeah, I, it's an interesting way you interpret it. I, I would just, it just sounds like they're just not interested. Like, I don't know. To, me, to me, I think, yeah, I mean, technically, yes, any, any kind of rejection is going to be they're waiting for someone else, right? Um, yeah. But... I think that would have been the case no matter what, just how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. You know, I shouldn't say I, I think it could be. I think that that's it. But 
I think that the conversation, it's been interesting because the conversation has been much better uh, in the last uh, week or so. What, why? why? What, what did you do? So this is this is the gold here. This is where we, we have the reference experience. We look back and we go, what did we do better? Yeah. So why did it go better this time than last time? Uh, one, I think, I, I think I've got two majors and one minor. The two majors. One is I'm slowing down the conversation. So before I was so worried about getting to the end before the time elapsed per se, or time ran out, uh, that I was rushing the conversation a bit. This week I tried to slow it down a bit, change the tone of my voice a little bit, slow it down a little bit. And uh, that seemed to work potentially a little bit better. So like it felt more conversational, it felt less clunky, it felt less uh, maybe even mechanical per se. Um, so I slowed down my conversation tone and speed, which I think helped a lot. That's number one. Uh, number two, I did less time uh, judging the women that I approached on. So as you recall from the earlier part of the of our time together, like I would go and approach women, but let's say I approached ten, there would be eight that I found either moderately attractive or not attractive at all, and a couple I find very attractive. I would spend more time approaching. I mean, I didn't because I had more comfort with them knowing that if they rejected me, I didn't care because I didn't find them that attractive. We made the uh, conscious choice of saying only people that I find attractive, only women that I find attractive, my approaching don't attract, you know, or don't approach, or I'm sorry, don't count the ones that we're saying are approaches for people that you don't find attractive, kind of right. forcing me to make sure that I'm doing that. Right. So right. I spent, so I spent like, was it two weeks doing that? In, a variety, in two different scenarios or two different uh, guides in terms of conversation. This is the second week on the second, this is the second week on the same cadence or same script per se. And it was only with attractive women. First week, I struggled with it. Second week, felt more comfortable. So I think a little bit of consistency, a little bit of, uh, of uh, experience even between week one and week two. Okay. Okay. Got Those it. Are the two big ones. Well, yeah, because that's the whole thing, right? And I, I, I kind of wanted you, I didn't want to say that first because I wanted you to realize that. It's like, yeah, the whole thing is that you've just had more experience. That's, that's the biggest difference. And that's what felt different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Uh, third week or third one, which is a small one, because it's been nicer, I've changed, I kind of changed my wardrobe a little bit, right? So you change from, heavier coats to, you know, a lighter, like a lighter sweatshirt, a lighter pullover or no jacket at all. And I felt like that changed the approach a little bit. I'm not super tall. I'm five, eight. Uh, but like when I get a coat on, I'm kind of a bigger guy, as you know, but like if I get a coat on, I look very big. Um, and so I think that just pulling the coat off, going with something a little slimmer or being able to show that I'm a little slimmer, and uh, showing off that I am more muscle than I am just fat, uh, I think helped maybe from help with my confidence for help, sure. Yeah, help with your confidence. That was, that's mindset. I don't think that actually helped with the actual approach. Yeah, and it just helped me feel like uh, I don't know, that I was that I could be more physically attractive in the moment. Right. Okay. So you felt more confidence. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. I know we worked on the jeans a little bit because they were a little tight on the legs. So that yeah. probably, you know, there is a superficial confidence that comes from the, uh, from working on your outer qualities from the uh, outfit, you know? 
Yeah. Okay, and I've cool. ordered several pair more of those since we talked about it. Nice. So we're good. Sweet. Okay. So, so then you got three numbers. So did you end up texting them? Uh, I did. It's still early because I got uh, two of them yesterday. Right. I would or, say oh, let's, let's text them today. Okay. I wouldn't wait more than 24 hours. So if you get them, if you get a number in the afternoon, just text them. I mean, you could even text them later that night, you know, just be like, Hey, it was cool meeting you earlier. You know, let's grab a drink sometime when you free. No. So I got them on Sunday. I texted them yesterday. Okay. No response. Uh, no. Okay. And so are all of them texted? Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. Yep. Just how it goes. You know, some are going to respond, some are not. When you continue doing these approaches and you continue to get better at them. Oh, wait, how, how long were the uh, conversations, by the way? The ones that you got the numbers from? Mm, there was one. Yeah, we can talk about this individually. So there was one that went a little longer, right? It was probably eight minutes, 10 minutes. That's good. I was at the mall. I was at the mall and we got started talking and she grew up in a town that was uh, near where I grew up. And so we kind of talked about uh, like, oh yeah, did you ever go to this place or did you hang out with this in this area? And so we did that conversation for a little bit. So it took, it was, I don't say it took longer, it just was longer, uh, which is, which was great. And, uh, but uh, at the end of the, at the end of the day, she ended up not giving me her number, which is kind of disappointed. Um, the other ones, the ones I got the numbers for were fairly short in nature. Maybe three minutes, four minutes. Okay. So I don't. Again, so here's the here's the other thing too. I don't know if they're doing it just to like, hey, that's fine. I I don't really like you, but I don't think you're a threat. Like I'll give you my number just for you to go away, or if yeah, they were like yeah, like who knows? Could have been else? that, or just yeah, they were, you know, or maybe in the moment they thought it would be cool, and then later on they're in a different emotional state, and they thought, okay, no, never mind, I I shouldn't do this, you know. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Numbers game. So we just I, keep going. So I, so one I got to tell you about. I, I tried to, I tried to uh, bounce. So I was at the grocery store. A grocery store has a Starbucks in it, right? Conversation's going really well, and I like tried to bounce her to the to Starbucks to get a drink. She declined, but I like tried to like move it. Um, nice. It the first time I've tried nice. to like Good. move Insta-date. it to another location. Yeah, instant date. Good. Yeah. Good. Didn't work, but at least I tried it, and uh, and I'll try it again for sure. You should try that again. Yeah, if it's going in a good direction, you guys been talking for like, you know, that's probably like 10, 15 minutes, maybe twenty. Then if you go for that, you you can't lose. She'll either say like yeah, or she'll say no, and she just was never going to be interested to begin with, or she'll just be like, oh no, I can't right now, or whatever, and then you're like, okay, no worries, you know, and then you grab her number, and then you'll set it up another time. Yeah, I think hearing that, I pushed it too early. Okay, it's possible. It's probably only about five minutes in. Okay, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I don't want to give you like a specific number of minutes. Um, Sometimes it takes three minutes. I mean, it could. There's not like a general like, you got to get to this minute. I mean, you can sometimes approach in three to five minutes, get a number and you're going on a date that week. But I'd like to get you better at conversation. So I think it would be better for your skill set to try to go longer, five, 10, 15 minutes, because that's just going to make you better at this in general. Sure. You know, so let's, I think for this week, 
what I want to do for homework for you is let's do the approaches and let's focus more on quality over quantity. So what I mean by that is let's have you do you know a set amount of approaches, but the goal is going to be more trying to stay in longer than five minutes. Okay. So what that means is you'll be going up and doing an approach. I recommend taking your phone, getting the timer on your phone and setting yep. it to five minutes when you go do the approach. And then it's going to buzz and go off in your pocket, which, you know, you just take it out. It looks like it's a text or a phone call or whatever, but at least you know that you've made it to five minutes and you cannot leave until that timer goes off. Okay. Let's do that. What do you think? Five, 10 times? I think, yeah, I think that sounds good. And, you know, don't worry. The goal isn't to get to five minutes. The goal is to not leave. Like if they leave before the timer goes off, it, I call it successful. Okay. You know, because, you know, who knows? Like you could be spending all day out there. Not every woman's going to necessarily stay that long, but the goal is to, for you not to eject. Because gotcha. that's the problem. Oh, I think that's your specific next problem for where you're at. Okay. So let's do that like, uh, let's, let's call it a specific number though. Let's call it seven times. Okay. Minimum if you want to do Seven times, more than five minutes. Yeah. If you want to do more, you can, but let's just try that. Oh, you're, you're telling me you're not going to limit me on my practice? That's good. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, do as many as you want, but gotta hit the minimum. Okay. This will be a little. Um, I'll be able to get there. This is a a shorter week for me. I got the kids on the weekend, so it'll just mean a little more dabble during the week uh, versus having the weekend to be able to do that much more uh, thoughtful practice. I'll yep. get my seven in no problem, but okay. I'm not going to get to ten or eleven by any means. Right. Well, we'll push it more on those weeks that you don't have your kids. Great. You know, so we'll just be cognizant of that. 